0: We need to learn to remember God when we're stressed, when we're sleepless, but also we need to learn to remember God when we're searching. When we don't know where to go, when we don't know what to do, when our soul is yearning, when maybe we're laying awake at night and we're starting to doubt, we're starting to question. When these questions arise, remember God. If you could turn in your Bibles to Psalm chapter 77, please the middle of your Bible, Psalm chapter 77. And isn't it hard to believe? <laughs> Just a couple hours. 2022 is over. It's done. It's gone. Uh, 20, I remember when I first came here to Canada, 2011. And it's hard to believe that it's been over 10 years since that I myself have been here. And I think time, the older you get, the faster it seems to just disappear. When you're a kid, it feels like time doesn't go by fast enough. When you're a young kid, there are times in your life where you want to be this age. I remember when I was seven or eight years old, I really so bad wanted to be 14. I don't know why that specific age doesn't make any sense. I think I had a friend who was 14, and he was the coolest kid that I knew. I just really wanted to be 14. And now I'm so glad I'm not 14 years old. Psalm chapter 77, we find uh, an interesting uh, and a a very applicable passage to each of us here today. Uh, So, Psalm chapter 77, I'm going to read it and you just follow along. Uh, The Bible says, I cried unto God with my voice, even unto God with my voice, and he gave ear unto me. In the day of my trouble, I sought the Lord. My sore ran in the nights and ceased not. My soul refused to be comforted. I remembered God and was troubled. I complained and my spirit was overwhelmed. Selah, thou holdest mine eyes waking. I am so troubled that I cannot speak. I have considered the days of old, the years of ancient times. I call to remembrance my song in the nights. I commune with mine own hearts, and my spirit may diligent search. Skip down, if you will, to verse number 11, or verse 10. The Bible says, And I said, this is my infirmity, but I will remember the years of the right hand of the Most High. I will remember the works of the Lord. Surely, I will remember the wonders of old. Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for the fun that we've had so far this evening. And God, I'm so grateful for the Bible, for this passage, for uh, the psalmist who wrote it. Lord, help us to learn something this evening. And as we venture on into the new year, help us to reflect back and just remember all that you have done for us. Lord, give us wisdom, we pray, as we move forward with our lives for you. We pray in your name, amen. Last week, I had the privilege of having my brother come to Canada. I hadn't seen my brother. I am the oldest in our family. There's six kids, and he's number two. I haven't seen him since, my, since 2015. When, we, when, we, uh, uh, when I got married, he came to Canada and spent a couple of weeks here, and we flew to Australia together, and he was my best man. And that's another story for another time. He was my best man. He showed up without his suit. He didn't, uh, he forgot he had to give a speech and all this. He was a great best man. Um, he was just a man, actually. But when he was here, uh, we were, one night, we were up talking to, I don't know, really, really early in the morning and just catching up. And we were just reminiscing, talking about stories from the past, and he remembered certain things that I had totally forgotten about. I said things that he forgotten about, and it was just, it was a lot of fun. Some of you have done that before with your siblings or a good friend, you've caught up with them. And my brother started telling this one story when we were on deputation uh, as missionaries. We were missionaries as, as, a, as a teenagers. As, when I was a teenager, we were missionaries to the Northwest Territories, and we were we were uh, we were at a hotel. I don't remember where we were, and we were packing up early in the, in the morning to leave. So we were getting all the luggage together, and we all had left the room just for a moment of moment of time to go downstairs to put our luggage in the vehicle. And when my one of my brothers was still in the room when the door closed, okay, no big deal. We have a card key. We could just you know uh, open the door. So my dad pulled up the card key and uh, he puts it in, swipes it out, you know, light turns green, so he opens the door, he goes to open it, and the latch had come over the door. I don't know how, but it just came over the door, so he's trying to open, and he sees the latch, and how do we get in? My brother is two years old, so he's this tall. (laughs) He can't reach the latch. Okay, well, um, uh, I guess we'll, we'll, we'll go downstairs and see if the lady downstairs knows how to fix it so we, we go downstairs and we tell the lady what happened and she says what, what happened and she said with well, the latch came over the door we can't open the door how do we my our my my brother's screaming he's crying right now I'm laughing because we were older anyway so he was crying so we were uh, so she goes back up there and she has this look under her face like I don't know what to do and my dad could tell we all can tell so we're all as we're walking up the stairs we all know we have to figure out how to get our, my brother out of this room. We don't know how. And uh, this lady, she's looking at it, and uh, she calls her manager. So her manager, uh, he fortunately lived not too far down there. He says he, he this has happened to him once, and he knows a technique on how to do it. So he we wait about ten minutes. My brother's screaming. You know, it's like he's dying. We could touch his fingertips, but he can't quite. We can't embrace his hug. You know, he's just crying so hard. And my mom, we're all kind of laughing. Anyway, so the manager shows up, and there's this rubber band technique he uses. And I don't know how he did it, but he pulls it back, and he steps there, and, and he closes the door, and he opens the door, and somehow the latch opens. I've tried looking this up on YouTube. I can't even find this technique. I think he was an angel. I'm not sure. So the door opens. He wasn't an angel. Uh, so the door opens, and we embraced my brother. So my brother's telling the story. Now, I remember this story, too, very well. I, I was the oldest. I remember and my brother told me, he says, I can't believe that we let Jacob get locked in the room like that. And I said, it wasn't Jacob, it was Luke. And he looked at me, no, it was Jake. And I said, no, it was Luke. I, I I'm the only, I remember. And he, no, and now he stands up. He's like, it was Jake, our other brother. I said, now I stand up because I don't know. So I stand up. I say, no, it, it was definitely Luke. So we're going back and forth on who's, which brother this was. It doesn't really matter. We could have locked them both in the room. It would have been just as funny. But we, we argued about this. How do we resolve this problem in our life? I messaged my mom. My mom would know. Even if my mom didn't remember, whatever she says we agreed was the right answer. So I messaged my mom in full confidence that I was right. He messages her in full confidence that he was right. And it was early in the morning, my mom was up for some reason, or maybe we woke her up, I'm not sure. and she messaged back right away and said, "Yes. I remember very well who it was. It was. Who do you think it was? We have mixed Jake or Luke here? Well, it was, um, it, was uh, it was Jacob. I was wrong. I, for some reason, my whole life, have been telling a story that Luke is the one. They get locked in. I still think I'm right. I think everybody else just thought it wrong, and I'm correct. But there's just a, a funny thing about memory, and your, your mind plays tricks with you. Remembering is actually a skill. We often don't learn to sharpen as we get older. I'm not talking about memorizing. Some people can memorize very well. Some people practice memorizing, and they're so good at it. But I'm talking about just the art of remembering the past, remembering who we are, what we've come from, some of the things that's happened into our life, good and bad, remembering. Oftentimes, we tend to remember more of the bad, negative things as opposed to the good things that happen in our life. I've heard one person say, oftentimes, when things are going good, we remember the good times. But when things are going bad in our life, that's when we tend to remember all the negative things in our life. And this person suggested we switch it around. When, we're, when things are going well, we should it would do us well, good to maybe even remember some of the, the negative things that happened in our life, to keep us more appreciative, more positive and more thankful and keep going forward. And then when things are going bad in our life, to not reminisce on the bad, but to actually remember the good, to help us move forward in life. Interesting. As we come to verse number one here, the Bible says, I cried unto, the, unto God with my voice, even unto God with my voice, and he gave ear unto me. The verse here is actually spoken of here in the past tense. If you look here in the past tense, or if you look in this verse, I cried unto God with my voice, even unto God with my voice, and he gave ear unto me he remembered this wasn't he's he's now telling us the story he's going to tell us what he was what he was struggling with but he tells us right here in the beginning that don't worry God heard my prayer and it's comforting to know that when we go through life God does hear us and the first thing he tells us here the psalmist here Asaph who's the author of this this psalm here He reminds us, in verses 2 and 3, to remember God when you're stressed. When you're stressed, remember God. I don't know about you, but I'm pretty sure everybody in this room was stressed at least once in 2020, this past year, right? Everybody was stressed at least once. Maybe if you're a really small kid, even you have something to be stressed about. Something's not going your way. If you're in college right now, definitely your stress level is a little high. Maybe you have a stressful job. And you're always in a constant state of stress. When you're in a stressful situation, when you're stressed, remember God. Look in verse 2. In the day of my trouble, I sought the Lord. My soul ran in the night and ceased not. My soul refused to be comforted. I remembered God and was troubled. I complained and my spirit was overwhelmed. Asaph here was in a situation in his life where he was overwhelmed. And it says here that his soul refused to be comforted. Maybe you've been in a situation like this where you want to be happy, but no matter what you do, you just your body, your mind refuses to be happy. It refuses to be comforted. Whatever situation is happening in your life, it's not resolving itself. And it's in these moments. Remember God when you're stressed. A lot of doctors or psychiatrists will suggest that you have a a go-to thing when you're stressed. You know, something you do to help you de-stress. And it's different for every person. Maybe for you it's exercise or sports. Some of you, exercise stresses you out. But for some, uh, some few people in this world, exercise is actually relaxing. It's, it's comforting. It, it clears your head playing sports, maybe it's playing video games or a board game or something. Maybe that helps de-stress you. Maybe it's going shopping or just going for a walk, getting out of the house and just walking outside, breathing in some fresh air. Maybe it's hanging out with friends or with family. Maybe it's just a nice warm cup of coffee or cold cup of coffee. If your Brother Rob, he likes his coffees cold all the time. Uh, and I have uh, whether it's cold coffee or warm coffee, maybe that's what relaxes you. Some, even when they're stressed, they might even go to darker things like drugs or alcohol or sinful things. But I want to challenge you. I want to challenge you to train yourself when you're stressed before going to exercise, before thinking to yourself, ah, let me just play some video games and, and get my mind off of what ha- what's happening before you decide to go shopping or for a long walk, before you decide to call up your friends to hang out with them or you have your warm cup of coffee, and especially before you decide to do something sinful, when you're stressed, train yourself to go to God first. May that be the first thing. I say train yourself because it's not natural for our flesh to run to God first. It's something that needs to be trained. When things are going wrong in our life, instead of lashing out and getting angry or uh, before you sink deep into your depression, go to God. Go to Him first. Learn to trust in our great God when things are stressful. Look at verse 4. Thou holdest mine eyes waking. I am so troubled that I cannot speak. I have considered the days of old, the years of ancient times. I called to remembrance my song in the night's. We need to remember to go to God when, when we're stressed. But also we need to learn, remember God when you're sleepless. Anybody here ever been sleepless before? Dumb question. We've all had times at night, some of us have this more than others, where you just can't sleep at night. You're awake, your mind is going, it's wandering. Maybe you're not feeling well, or there's something on your heart, on your mind, and you can't sleep. Remember God when you're sleepless. It says here in verse 4, Thou holdest mine is waking. My eyes just won't, they won't go to sleep. That I'm awake. I am so troubled that I cannot speak. I'm just laying in bed and I don't know what to do. You know, sleepless nights can be dangerous because sleep is important for our health. We need sleep. We need rest. Oftentimes, a lack of sleep causes lots of extra problems in our life. Some that can be fixed. We're just a good night's rest. But there are times where sleep just isn't coming. If you're a parent and you have young kids, sometimes sleep just isn't what it used to be. Sometimes if you're, something's weighing on your heart, sleepless nights can be dangerous if we don't know how to handle them. You know, there's something to be said about the nighttime. All throughout the Bible, we see this analogy of dark versus light, evil versus good. Evil is darkness and God is light. God is good. We see this all throughout cinema, all throughout movies and televisions, this right versus wrong, this dark versus light, this the the dark side and the light side. You know, back in the old old cowboy, uh, black and white days especially, all the cowboys, so that the audience knew who was the good and the bad guys, what is something they would do to distinguish themselves. You know what I'm talking about? Go back to the old black and white... Uh, I know you teens have, haven't seen these before. Oh, we had a teen activity a couple years ago, and we watched a black and white movie. And for most of them, that was their first time ever seeing a black and white film before. I just thought that was funny. Because even though I was born in an age of color, okay, I still grew up watching black and white shows because there was some, there's something innocent and clean about that that my parents allowed me. I grew up watching the old... Uh, uh, we got the old black and white, the Lone Rangers. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. or I'm going to stop talking. Some of you have no idea what I'm talking about right now. But what they would do is to make sure you knew who was good and who was bad, the bad guys always wore the the black hats. And the good guys always wore the white hat. There was this famous cowboy movie once where uh, this cowboy, he was the star. And as he's going through the film, people were actually critiquing errors that they were seeing in the film. This was back in the 50s. I was reading up on this. I wasn't alive in the 50s. But they would come around and they were, they were pointing out how why is the main character wearing a black hat and a white hat? And he's switching back and forth throughout the film. It was a mistake. And the director had to come up and say, no, that was on purpose. Because the, the, the main cowboy, he was a bad guy at the beginning of the film, but he was becoming good throughout the film. And when he would go to do something, when he was about to go into town and mess up his life and do something bad, he'd put on his black hat. So the audience would subconsciously know, oh, he's bad right now. But he'd get himself cleaned up and he'd put his white hat back on. Interesting how that works. You know, we live in a day and age today where the more, we have so many movies coming out today, they're emphasizing the anti-hero. Where, well, he's not really that bad. Once you get to know him, you find out why he's bad. And they make you feel bad for the bad guy. And they make you feel like, oh, now the good guy is the bad guy. And the world we live in today is, they're so clever at switching right and wrong around when it used to be so clear cut. Be careful. Be careful with the darkness. In Proverbs chapter 7, verse 6. In fact, can you uh, turn there with me real quick? Look at Proverbs chapter 7. In verse 6. Just the next book over. Proverbs chapter 7. Look at verse 6. Proverbs 7, this is Solomon now. He's uh, giving wisdom to his son. Verse 6, he says, For out of the window of my house I looked through my casement and beheld among the simple ones I discerned among the youths a young man void of understanding. Passing through the street near her corner he went the way to her house in the twilight, in the evening, in the black and dark night. And behold, there met him a woman with the attire of an harlot and subtle of heart. Solomon is telling a story about he's, one night, he's looking out his window and he sees this young man walking right towards this, this lady. She was a harlot, she was a, a prostitute. He, in his simplicity, not knowing where he was in the darkness of the night, was headed right towards her. And you read the rest of the chapter, he falls for her. He falls into sin. And this chapter is very specific. It talks a lot about the nights. And I don't know why this is, but a lot of times when we find ourselves at our weakest point in life, a lot of the sin that creeps up in our life, nighttime. Teenagers, adults as well. When you're laying in bed at nights, when no one's around, be careful what you do with that phone. Be careful with the computers. In 2023, we need to be the best version of ourselves and the best that we can be for God. When you're sleepless at night, remember God first. Go to him. When your mind is wandering and you don't know where, and when you're just trying to sleep, use that time to say, Lord, I'm awake. Let's talk. Lord, I got a lot in my mind right now. Or, Lord, I don't know why I can't sleep. Or, Lord, this is on my heart and this is on my heart. And while you're laying there in bed, instead of want letting your mind wander when you're sleepless, remember God. Look at verse 6. The Bible says, I call to remembrance my song in the night. I commune with mine own heart and my spirit may diligent search. Will the Lord cast off forever? And will he be favorable? No more. We need to learn to remember God when we're stressed, when we're sleepless, but also we need to learn to remember God when we're searching. When we don't know where to go, when we don't know what to do, when our soul is yearning, when maybe we're laying awake at night, and we're starting to doubt, we're starting to question. When these questions arise, remember God. Verse 7, look at these questions that the psalmist was struggling with. Will the Lord cast off forever? In other words, God, have you forsaken me? Have you forgotten about me, God? Verse 7 again. Will he be favorable no more? God, will you ever be nice to me again? Seems like everything is going against me right now. Verse 8. Is his mercy clean gone forever? Has his mercy run out, Lord? Has your mercy gone out from me? Or he says here, doth his promises fail forevermore? God, are you going to keep your promises? Don't forget about me, God. Verse 9, hath God forgotten to be gracious? Lord, have you forgotten all about me? Hath he in anger shut up his tender mercies? Selah. Has he stopped blessing me? I've talked with many people all throughout my life and there's been a, a moment in my life where I was struggling with my, my faith. I was struggling with, I had questions that I didn't know the answers to and it was, uh, I thought it was weakening my faith but it actually strengthened my faith because I decided to take my father's advice and take it to God first. He was the one I had the questions with anyway and instead of, sink, and the, having questions is a great thing. That's how you learn And if you're struggling today, maybe you struggle with your faith. You have questions about God and faith and his promises. You have struggles with Christianity in the Bible. That's not sinful. That's not wrong in itself. Use those, take them to God, and you will become a stronger Christian than you were before you had those questions, if you take them to God. So remember God when you're searching. And lastly, verse 10. And I said, this is my infirmity but I will remember the years of the right hand of the Most High. I will remember the works of the Lord. Surely I will remember thy wonders of old. I will meditate also of all thy work and talk of thy doings. Thy way, O God, is in the sanctuary. Who is so great a God as our God? Thou art the God that doest wonders Thou hast declared thy strength among the people. Thou hast with thine arm redeemed thy people, the sons of Jacob and Joseph, Selah. He now is remembering and he's crying out to God. He had these questions. He was in stress. He was sleepless. He he was searching. And may I end with saying, remember God when you're secure. When everything is going well in your life, choose to remember God. And as we step into 2023, it's important to look back and remember all the good things that God has done for us. It's easy for us to look back and remember all the things that didn't go our way. Ah, we didn't get this much money, and we didn't land this job, and uh, we didn't get this, and we didn't have that. And it's easy to fill up a long list of the negatives. But why don't we step, take a look back and remember all the things that God has done for us? And I promise you that list is much greater than the ones that you think he didn't do. your life. I will remember thy works. I uh, just for fun I threw together some pictures here to kind of remind us of some of the things that God has done for us or some of the I guess very very brief highlights just a couple of pictures I wanted to show you. Uh, I by no means covered everything but just tried to get uh, one little one event per month. So back in January we've got uh, remember when the young men came up and preached. Some of you don't even remember this far back. Some of you are in this picture, you don't even remember preaching. But you were here in January. We've got uh, four young men here who preached. This is the first couple weeks in January. Next picture. There's a couple other guys that preached as well. And remembering, uh, not that we remember uh, exactly what they preached on, but let's uh, remember what the Lord did for us here in January. How about the next next picture here? This was a teen activity we had in Uh, in February we had uh, well we played board games we played some video games we had some fun but uh, next slide though men's breakfast our first men's breakfast of the year playing some games uh, fellowshipping learning uh, uh, drawing closer to God we were going through a course called the steps of a good man or ordered by the Lord next one we had the beginning of our uh, semester for our Bible college, the beginning of our 10th year, or getting into our 10th year here, just doing a, a little tour of Gastown. Next picture. Someone got married here. Uh, that was a very fun event. So glad that they got to do that here at this church. Next picture. We had a teen activity. We took the teens up to their, uh, our annual teen retreat up at a, at a very pretty location, the Blue Lake Resort. We had a married couple. Or we had a marriage seminar here at the church, and uh, planning another one the upcoming year. But uh, some good times there, drawing closer to God. We had our college graduation, and I uh, can't believe we've had as many graduations and graduates as God has given to us. The Lord is good. Remembering all that He's done for us. We have. Uh, it's Mother's Day. There was a lot of pictures. I just chose the first four that was on my list there. But remembering uh, our mothers and spending some quality time with them. We had the uh, College and Career Act their retreats over there at Mountain Road in Past Hope. Uh, getting closer to each other in the Lord. We also had our Vacation Bible School. We had Zoomerang. My kids still sing this song all the time in the car. And the words... We don't sing it with the actual music, so the words are getting skewed more and more each, each week, and now the words are completely different, but it's still fun to watch. We had some good interns this past summer as well. Praise the Lord for all he did with our Vacation Bible School, first one since COVID. Uh, of course, we had our annual teen camp and uh, had a lot of fun with each other. This was one of our best groups, biggest groups that we've had in a long time, and God really blessed us at camp this year. We had several baptisms. Not all of them are on here. We had Brother Wayne Roberts and uh, another one as well. We've had uh, some memberships that took place and everything. And just uh, a blessing to see the Lord continuing to grow our church. We had our annual youth conference. First time that we hosted and ran it here by ourselves. And the Lord was good. We had a good turnout. And of course, our teens love it uh, every year. Uh, this here was our church's anniversary, our 23rd anniversary, and seeing the, the the place full, seeing the food all yummy, and just reminding us that God has brought us here 23 years now, in the making. And we also uh, had our missions conference. Brother Polition there was our our speaker, our missionary that was here with us, and uh, always fun to dress up and represent different countries. Uh, we turned the part of the church into a blanket fort for our teenagers. We had called it Fluffyville and had lots of fun with that. And, of course, last month we had our, or this month actually, just a couple weeks ago, we had our Christmas cantata and the Lord truly blessed. There are so many other events that we were a part of, but it's so good to, to take a step back and remember, wow, God's sh- so good to us. Our church is still here. Still here it's still going. And I don't know what's going to happen in 2023. Is God going to come back? Are we going to be here? Is all of us going to be here in this place? What's going to take place? We don't know the future. We only know the past. And we have the past to look back on and be reminded how good God is to each and every one of us. So let's continue to remember how good he is all throughout next year. Lord, thank you for Thank you for watching the message today. We invite you to join us again every Sunday and Wednesday for more inspiring messages from God's Word.